Welcome everybody to Wrestling With The Truth. My name is BC Hunter, coming straight at you from the blanket booth. And I'm joined as usual, well, actually more than as usual, as we begin, we'll call it WWTT 2.0, joined by the Nightmare Jay Myers. Jay, how you doing? What is going on out there, Nightmare Nation? I I, I think that we should be calling this the new generation. Isn't that, what, <laughs> that was the, the catchy one? Yeah, what's going on, 2022? We are in for big, 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 big things. And uh, yeah, so it's not quite the same uh, intro as you're used to. And unless you've been sleeping under a rock and you haven't on Twitter, which you should be, and paying close attention to the WWTT Pod Twitter account, we have now have a third member. The world famous Wrestling Machine has joined Wrestling with the Truth. Machine, how you doing? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I know that people are wondering how this happened. And we are. I lost. I lost the <laughs> coin toss. <laughs> and uh, he, he lost the bet. He lost. The I bet. lost the bet. I, I made a purchase, <laughs> and uh, I, I made the deal with uh, with the nightmare. Uh, the box should be arriving soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. I so it's it's kind of. I, I appreciate uh, jumping in here and being part of this team, and it was an unexpected. Um, Unexpected event, I can tell you that. Well, we uh, we are. There was a lot of money changed hands uh, from from uh, machine to yeah. to myself, so that works out right. Yeah, well, I apologize. <laughs> Not a lot of people have pennies anymore, but that was in my pocket. <laughs> it was it was a heavy box when I received it in the courier. That's a lot of pennies. <laughs> Just think, this all started from one bad case of indigestion for the nightmare. <laughs> Due to a box of chocolates, a weird smelling box of chocolates, and here we are. We have a third man on go. the team. Yeah. Not not well, at let's... all planned or laid out perfectly, or it was just complete coincidence. Let's just take it to a different level and see what happens here. Again, you know, I just want to say that, you know, one guy's called the nightmare, but he's not. <laughs> he's not the nightmare. He's actually a pretty easygoing guy. And we got a hunter who doesn't hunt anything, uh, and the I machine. Hunt the truth. It, the machine is the guy who takes the heat. I can tell you that. There you go. Yeah, he he, he will be the heat seeker of this yeah. uh, stable. So uh, I, I'm okay with that. I don't know about yeah. UBC, but I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. And I, machine, I think you're missing the point. The nightmare, sleepy. I think you've been talking about that lately, <laughs> right? Yeah, completely he is a unfounded. Little guy. Completely unfounded. <laughs> fake news. That is complete <laughs> fake news. You, sir, are fake news. Maybe, maybe we can change his name to the narcoleptic. <laughs> uh, I, I reserve uh, reserve comment. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm going to screenshot and expose some of our chats. Okay, but to be fair, you will also expose that it's 3:30 in the fucking morning. So I don't think anyone's gonna be like, oh wow, he should really be up at 3:30 a.m. 
with a three year old. That's where the most creativity way. happens, my friend. <laughs> yeah. It really does. Most of the yeah. work on your uh, reveal video were done around three thirty in the morning. Yeah, so that's, that's why true. It's, that's why it's so yeah. chaotic and crazy. But uh, I mean, it, it's just clear that you're the you guys are the true artists, and I'm not. So I think that's just true artists never sleep, right? Yeah, it's a it's creativity, man. It's just <laughs> um, actually what it is. I think is that. Um, and even when you decide to wake up and poke your head into the <laughs> chat room, um, the creative juices do flow between the three of us, right? So it, it's just that, uh, you know, not to expose your family life, but you got things going on over there and, and BC and I have no life. <laughs> Which surprisingly I actually do, but well, I just yeah, choose to neglect it's it. It's not entirely true. <laughs> I'll, I'll okay, take so it. So seriously, I don't. <laughs> We all have we all have lots of great things happening in our in our life, but uh, sometimes they converge at the same time. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Oh. NWO cats at it. The fourth member. The fourth <laughs> member. Yeah, he's in his meeting room right now. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. on a, I can't say on a serious note because we never are really serious <laughs> when we get together. But we definitely won't be serious going forward. So that's, on a quasi heartfelt note, we are very happy to welcome you aboard. If uh, yeah. we could we could go through the whole, hey, machine, tell us a little bit about yourself. But listen, you've had three episodes to find out about the machine. If you haven't listened to those episodes, what the hell are you listening to this episode yeah. for? Because the whole point yeah. was that this is the big this is the big changeover. But uh, go back and listen. To, I think it's what episode thirty six and thirty five or what, what? Let me see here. I'm. It doesn't. You know what? It, it's a quote a famous wrestler. It doesn't, doesn't matter, matter what episode it is. Sorry, it was episode thirty seven where you guest hosted for the very ill uh, friend of ours, deathly ill, deathly ill. <laughs> yeah. Those chocolates. I just keep going back to those. Episode thirty five. We had the Rise Machine, which was your re big return. And then, of course, episode 22, which was the debut of the wrestling machine. So please go all check the way that back out. to 22. Get the backstory on this man. Find out what he's all about. He's got some great stories, and um, he's he promises he's got about 14 of them left in his back pocket. That's why we signed <laughs> him on. So that's ours. Know. That's ours. 14 hours. Yeah. I, oh, okay. There we go. That's better at, because we need the, the content. If you uh, don't know, this, just a just a, a, a 30 second synopsis. I was in the entertainment industry, and I still am for over 25 years in all different capacities. Uh, I was in the wrestling business for 14 years as a manager, a commentator, ring announcer, um, and, uh, and, a, and a couple different manager roles. Um, I've done small bits and pieces with the WWF version of WWE um, and uh, became friends with a couple of the, uh, the wrestlers. Um, Scott Hall, major one for the longest time. And then basically Scott had his issues and things happen and people um, move apart. But I've done a lot of work with other wrestlers in my other industry, which was uh, live television for eight years. So there's a small background. So yeah, I do have a lot of stories, uh, not just wrestlers. We could get into, we can branch out. Hey, you know what? People can tweet in, you know, have you ever met this guy or that guy? And you'd be surprised who I've met and, and had a chance to work with from hockey players to horror stars. That's H O R not W H O R. And not just any, I stopped at H O. Yeah. Not just any <laughs> horror star. The, yeah. the number one horror star. Let's be real. The, yeah. uh, the icon himself. Yes, Absolutely. 
who you are repping tonight. I'm always repping. I'm always repping. Well, no, oh yeah, I'm talking, mean, I'm talking about machine. machine. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, in, the, in my head, the I'm muffled the muffled voice you hear. It, it's not a gimmick about the masked man. He <laughs> yeah. is consistently masked. We have yet to see the face 24/7. of this beautiful creatures. Twenty four seven, never yeah. seen his face. I just yeah. don't reveal myself because the lady. Rumor has it you even shower with it. So I don't know. That's that's. I, I that's do. Big deal. This head isn't the only one with a mask on it. <laughs> hey oh. Yeah. <laughs> Except the other mask only has one eye. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> and just like that, one episode in, we are canceled. At the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is what you can expect, folks. <laughs> oh, my. No, honestly, we're super thrilled to have Machine here join the crew. We are now a stable. Are we a faction with only three? I don't Is that you guys are the aficionados? Can we call ourselves a faction? Is it Absolutely. only three a stable? Yeah. Is well, it's not a stable. A stable would mean that I'm the manager and and you're right. the talent. So we're we're right. a faction, not a stable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, okay. you're, if if we go to the NWO, legit, I'm the third man, right? Right. That's right. Yeah, pre, who was who was the biggest name of the ball? Remember? Yeah. That's yeah. True. Yeah. You're listening to Wrestling with the Truth podcast with BC Hunter and Jay Myers, brought to you by. It's the second he shot. That's right. He can stop anyone from producing except these two nuts. Call 1-800-BIG-STEP to book your appointment today. All right. Let's uh, let's get into talking some wrestling, hey? How about, uh, For sure. Well, before, we just before we jump into that, we should mention, we you've been announcing it all on there, especially our last episode there, Jay, but uh, you used the term, what was it? Big things popping, little oh, yeah. things stopping. Big so things popping. Do you want to talk about what maybe stopping? Maybe a couple of the big things that might be popping in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we've got um, machines. Not the uh, the only big thing we got planned for 2022 and beyond. Um, we have talked about um, several ideas, but lots more to come for this year. And sort of moving on creatively, we have a lot of ideas that we are floating about. And now with a third brain in, in the mix, we can really, uh, flesh that out. So, um, I don't want to give away too much. I don't know how much we want to, uh, reveal, but there will be, um, multiple ways to catch us going forward, uh, than just, than just here on the podcast, hopefully fingers crossed. Well, how, how about this? We give them a little tease that yeah. Um, one that I know of that as of Valentine's Day, we are going to have the greatest gift of all for our fans. Can we sing that? What was the song? That Whitney well, you go song? Right ahead. Wasn't there a Whitney song with that? The greatest gift? The greatest love of all. <laughs> the, oh, shit. Yeah, the greatest love. <laughs> I would like to disassociate now from both of you knowing Too that late. Whitney Houston song. <laughs> Too late. You're to be fair, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know it, Machine. So that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't count for me. I got it wrong. PC knew it. I didn't. Hey, right. man, you know me. I have a sick memory for 80s music. So. He really does. Yeah. Not just 80s music. This this guy, if we ever need to do a, uh, po- uh, um, what's that called? Bar trivia. What are those, what's that called? Oh, he's in. I know. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's freakish. It's freakish. Up until the year 2000, I'm done. Uh, for some reason, I just no. went blank in the year 2000. But I, Y2K got me, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> BC's the guy that you like literally shake your fist at when you're like in there doing that stuff because you're just like, what? who the fuck knows all this shit? Like right off okay, the top I'll, of your head. Hey, uh, Jay, I'm going to tell you this. This is how good BC is. The first interview that I did with you guys, now, I know you were probably half asleep, <laughs> but the next day I get a text from bc saying well i went down the rabbit hole 
and I know who you are now. <laughs> so, like, there's three thirty in the morning research where you're out yeah. cold. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what I pay him the big bucks for, machine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I you love it. Big bucks. You pay me the young bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, and speaking the, of which, there's the YB. Which, there's the YB. Yeah, let's get into some wrestling. Oh, let's start right away. What do we want to talk about? Right well, well, we know we don't. We want to start off hot, so we're gonna have machines spit some hot fire about some hot takes. So, uh, do we want to touch on the hashtag shitstorm? <laughs> Can we get that trending? Oh. And, I know, and I know this is we're a few days after this has happened, and we're recording yeah. kind of mishmash so possibly something else might have happened in between yeah. releasing this episode and what happened but as of right now as of we know the rumor has it that tony storm has asked for and was granted her release granted, from wwe yeah. in the middle of what i guess you would call it a main event program with charlotte would you not i, I would call it that okay so thoughts on that go oh, machine I know, I know you i know you gotta i know you gotta take on this so you go first me yeah go go ahead well, I just okay. So when you're in a, in an up and coming sense, so I'll just go back to when I was starting and independent. Let's just let's. I'm gonna use NXT as an independent scene, and then you you want to make it to your main event roster, right? So you're you're finally in a program. You've done everything you can, and then you get in a program with this. Well, what I call um, old hag, who is very, very slow, in my opinion. Um, she should be going down to NXT to relearn wrestling. Um, her and Reggie can go back to gymnastic land, grab a ribbon and a fucking ball and dance all they want. But Tony Storm has, to me, worked very hard to get where she is um, to take a pie in the face. And then... You're in another match where you got to slow down for for Charlotte, who, I mean, it's no secret. You can go anywhere and find Charlotte botches all over the place. So do you want to go into that program again with Charlotte? Then you lose twice to Charlotte, or pardon me, you won once and then you lose again. But, like, if you watch the match, Tony Storm's coming off the ropes and she's waiting for Charlotte. Like, it shouldn't be happening. Like, this is the NHL, right? And anybody who comes up from the AHL wants to put on a show to prove why they're up there. And I just, it could be me, but I think Tony Storm just said, you know what, this isn't working out. And if you're not sending me back to NXT where I can wrestle and be who I was supposed to be, then would you mind releasing me? And I'm assuming she was released on good terms because Vince doesn't let anybody out. Yeah. So they either really like her and hopes that she's going to come back eventually um, because you guys know with all the stories you hear about Vince, he's not very kind in releasing. So something happened where they just went, you know what, let's part ways. You're obviously not happy. We're not going to get rid of Charlotte because she's got a picture of an executive fucking a goat somewhere in Virginia. And <laughs> Virginia that's it. is for lovers. Yeah, maybe the goat's name was Virginia. I don't know. So I hear everything you're saying, but I will throw so devil's advocate for Charlotte. So every match she's had with she's had with Becky, every four way they've had with Bailey and and uh, Sasha, every single match that has been significant, 
I'll go back to NXT, her and Natalia for that, that first NXT women's match. You're telling me that you think she had never has had any talent in, in that ring. Then, no, I never said that. But you, yeah, So you think she's just regressing? I think we should clarify that point. Machine, were you ever a fan of Charlotte? Like, like did you, like, when I think back to her NXT run, um, there was definitely signs there. Is it that she's just stymied and she's not yeah. grown at all or were you just never uh, and i'm not being facetious i'm genu- yeah. genuinely trying yeah. to understand because i, no, no. I absolutely you're going all the way back time. to nxt and so i'm going to use hockey references from now on right yeah just for the for the sake of this argument of yeah. charlotte flair mm-hmm. that's like you telling me so you're telling me you never liked bobby orr because when he went to chicago he kind of sucked no, that's not what I mean. No, I'm asking the question. Was there ever a point where you saw potential in her? No, no, thought... I'm talking to Jay. I'm talking to Jay. Because oh. so, no, Jay's I, giving I, me the reference back to NXT. No, that... I'm trying to understand where your where your point of view is coming from because I don't think she's lost. I think she. I think anything with Tony in the ring that I've seen has just been a chemistry thing because, like, go back even the last six months, Charlotte's put on some phenomenal. Even that Nia match, I think she the like she pulled good matches out of Nia. Like that, that's whether you want to give her the credit for that or not. I'm sure she's not going to give Nia the credit for that. So, uh, the Becky match, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it the same way in that she's some sort of weight or albatross that brings everybody else down. I don't, I just think it was a chemistry thing with Tony, which that could easily get better over time. Right. I just think there's so much on her resume. That's already proven that she can go like, that's, that's my only take. That's why I'm saying like, did you ever think that she was good in the ring? Yeah. About six faces ago. (laughs) Yeah. But that's, that's how I would, that's how I would classify it. Six faces ago. I liked her. Well, that's fine. So how many years ago is that now? Right? So, so basically, but, but I'm, what I'm just saying now that up and coming talent is faster than she is. It, it's like the Bobby Orr analogy. He goes to Chicago, guys start getting around him because he's a little bit older now. The knees are shot, the injuries are creeping in a bit, right? So, a, a but did new Bobby did, but up, did Bobby Orr lose all the respect for that? Like, should he not be? Should should he? did he not earn the respect that they would still have to respect that? Should she not still like, there's all kinds of guys that are, are slower than other guys coming up on the roster, right? Like, oh, okay. So you're, you're, that's like saying, so what do I do? Just give Bobby Orr the title. Cause he's Bobby Orr. No, no. Listen, I, I I'm with you. Should she have every single, like how many does she have 16 or whatever now already or 15 or whatever it is that that's a bit ludicrous. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not suggesting, sh- suggesting that she should have all those titles because they did, did throw those on her. I'm just simply suggesting that she's not as bad as maybe you're, you're alluding to in that Tony is so frustrated with her lack of ability to the ring that she quit. I just, I don't think that personally, I don't, I don't see how that would have been the reason why she quit, but I mean, or you don't want to program in with her. Yeah, maybe. Or she's just, or listen, if you were to say she's a bitch and she's hard to work with, I could buy that more than Tony didn't want to work with her in the ring because from what we've seen or read or heard, then that that's come out with the Becky stuff, right? So I I, I would hundred percent buy into that. So yeah, no, I just uh, I guess my thought is, do you think this is a situation where she's just her run is done and it's time to move on, yeah. or is it more so like? We see somebody like a Bailey, for instance, who she had the run as the, you know, the 
the cheerleader Bailey or whatever you want to call her, the happy-go-lucky, smiley Bailey, and then she does this heel run, which completely reinvigorates her character. And I'd, I'd argue her that's been her best work so far is this whole yeah, heel run, I agree. she said. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, you have Becky, who's changed maybe four different times. And I found it ironic, actually, that Charlotte was making fun of that, you know, in when they did their one-on-one before Survivor Series, because, you know, which Becky are you? It's like, well, no, her character is evolving as we go. Um, so is it a case of... Does she just need, is it still there and she just needs to evolve the character, change the character, have something, or is it more so she's just been passed by? Which, which, which way do you look at it? Well, that's what I'm saying. She's passed by. Yeah. You're, she you're, she could me, be mailing it in too. To, to me, you're bringing in new talent that are quicker and she's just not there. So is this where, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, I don't know. Um, the KG veteran gets a new hold, gets a, gets down and dirty, turns into a street fighter, that type of thing. Can we, can we salvage her that way? Well, I, I just think that you give her, give her opponents that, like you just said, she had a good match with Nia, right? Jason, well, well I I'm, yeah, <laughs> I mean, good. I don't no, know. No. But she, she pulled, she, she pulled out a decent match with Nia. Yeah. And that was that one where it was all kinds of botchery and all that stuff. Right. But it ended up being pretty, pretty decent in the end i thought but but why because they're both slow and sloppy yeah i, I mean maybe i haven't examined it in on that level so I'm, I'm not necessarily saying you're wrong i just i have not seen it where i'm like holy shit nobody can work with charlotte in the ring i've never seen like when i'm watching i i'm just not that's not registering to me but maybe i haven't uh and i'm not even the biggest charlotte fan to be honest but i think she has demonstrated she's she's been that level that's all I'm saying. Well, but, no, but I didn't she, argue that. No, yeah, you're right. never, I, I'm not even arguing that. I'm, and that's where that Bobby Orr analogy comes in. Just because he's Bobby Orr doesn't mean you go, well, okay, well, I'm not going to skate hard to get around him. Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair right? enough. He, I, okay, so, uh, and I'll give you all that. I just think that's a really stupid thing to quit over, to be honest, if, if that's what Tony quit over. Because a program lasts for how long and then they could, you know what I mean? Or Charlotte leaves or whatever, like Charlotte quits tomorrow. Charlotte's not necessarily on great terms, I don't think. So that to me, that's just a short-sighted reason to quit if that's if that's why she did quit, which we don't know, obviously. But That was the angle well, that I that I was kind of confused by. If if, if it was because of that program, and we don't know. The, the answers haven't come out. We're, we're making guesses on that. But I find it strange just for somebody to, to ask for the release over one angle. Yeah, you know it's just wait it out, and when Bailey comes back and she grabs the belt off of Charlotte, get her in an angle with Bailey or something like that. But or but to be fair, fair, to be fair, machine, you would know more than we do. So like, would that really be driving the ego of the the talent that much? Would that be really enough to really set her off? Well, your your other situation is um, let's just pretend, and we again, just because we're not in the back doesn't mean every dirt sheet is correct or has the right answer. Right. We're all speculating here too. We're just having yeah. a chat, but let's just pretend that, you know, me or, or BC aren't getting along and, and nightmare says, Hey, listen, it's going to be you two on the show for the next two months. One of us is going to go, okay, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. No, it's a solid point. And, and it could be that we don't know, but like maybe Charlotte does have an attitude like she really is. Yeah. Right. And, and she might not. I'm not saying she is or isn't, but maybe she has an attitude towards some of the new talent coming up. Maybe there's something from NXT that we don't know that maybe Tony's going, Vince, you know, we don't get along. Right. Mm -hmm. 
you, you just never know. And maybe there was something we missed in that first match that maybe there was a shoot that happened in the ring. No, fair enough. And, I, and, who knows? I, I and, mean, yeah, I was going to say, if we delve deeper too, Tony's been sort of put on the shelf for a long time. Remember? I mean, she was yeah. on, she was in the, what was that? The women's tournament or whatever. They were pim- pimping her up big time there. And then she kind of went away. Right. I mean, that was, so maybe she's just, I mean, this is all compounded and she's frustrated, but like to your point machine, if, if we are to believe what we think happened between Charlotte and Becky, then if she's going to do that to Becky, <laughs> she sure shit going to do it to anybody else like below Becky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so just who knows? I mean, yeah. I, I out of, and uh, I'm sure we'll get into controversial <laughs> chats again with me and the women's divisions anyway. <laughs> But, I think what we what we do know is that everybody's going to lose their shit in 60 days when she shows up in AEW and is the savior of uh, of that division, right? Just like yeah, Ruby well, Riot. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like Ruby Riot, yeah. 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 Or just like Punk, or just like Danielson, yeah. or just like Adam Cole, or Kyle O'Reilly, or Bobby Fish, or whoever you want to name. I just find it sad that um, every former wwe is the savior to aew like that's the funniest part about it and then you get aew fans like real diehards here going you know the hatred towards the wwe fans meanwhile they're the ones cheering all former wwe talent yeah no there's no there's no logic to it yeah and and if you're saying um and again, it's like, I understand the, the creative freedom. Let's say Vince obviously controls the reins completely um, with the writing and the whatever. And then everybody says once they flip over to AEW, you know, they really control their character. Well, if they're really controlling their character, then Ruby Soho is not doing her job very well. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even sure I buy that now because I've, I've read a few things that say Tony's way more controlled uh, in control yeah. now than even people were saying, including with the EVPs now. Like, I don't even think I, he's, he's basically Vince from what I'm reading. Now yeah. he may have a little more input from the EVPs, but I think, I think it's Tony. Now. I, let's be real. I mean, I like Tony Khan from the interviews of her, but he wants to be Vince McMahon. There's no oh, yeah. denying yeah. that. There's no, in my mind, there is no question. He is doing this to set out to be the next Vince McMahon. I don't think, I think you're naive if you think he's not. Well, it's <laughs> you would be crazy, even as Tony Khan, you would be crazy not to want to be yeah, Vince McMahon, absolutely. right? And as much as you despise um, maybe, you know, Vince McMahon as the person, you cannot despise the business and the empire he's created. It's just that's he's yeah. it, man. He uh, is, and again, again, I'm going to use the reference for hockey. He is the NHL, yep. period, yep. of the wrestling industry. And Tony Khan is the AHL. And I would even he's, say he's the IHL trying to be the AHL. Well, you know what? Yeah, the IHL tried for the longest time until they yeah. switched over, right? But, yeah, yeah it, it's uh, and it's a long battle. It's just he's picking off. I mean, anybody who's denying – He's not AEWWE um, is delusional because he is all former WWE characters. And if you look at, at the beginning of AEW, where are all those talents? Yeah, there's very, there's very few. BC, there, BC, uh, I got a, a point that I, I was watching something, so I wanted to get this in on the Vince stuff, but go ahead and keep going if you want to uh, 
get a point in too before this before I go into mine. No, no, go, go for ahead. it. Man. Go ahead. Well, it was um, of all things, it was the Pat McAfee show, and I just watched the Goldberg interview that he did, and I don't know if you saw it. Um, one, I'm a huge Pat McAfee fan. I, I love him, uh, and I watch his sports show quite frequently. And he's just very down the middle. He even politics. He kind of plays it right in the middle. He on purpose, I think. You know what I mean? He pulls both sides. I've enjoyed his Aaron Rodgers stuff for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. But so with the Goldberg interview, it was a really good interview. Um, Goldberg is who you think he is. I mean, he doesn't surprise you any of the stuff he says. But um, at one point, they start talking about Vince. And I thought Pat really had a – because here's a guy who's just been exposed to him, right? He's, he's what, I don't know, a couple years in, I guess, maybe. Um, so he would have a pretty fresh perspective. Anyway, it was a funny joke. They started off talking because Goldberg was talking about you're, you have to be ready when Vince calls, right? So he's always trying to be in shape so that when he gets that phone call and Pat kind of went in with a funny story and that he didn't have Vince's number in his phone saved. So he got some random call and a couple of times and he didn't answer. He didn't pick up. And then he gets to the arena and uh, Vince like meets him there. And he's like, uh, Hey, uh, uh, next time I call you, uh, you gotta, you gotta pick that up. And he's like, Oh shit. Did you like, and he's just like, does this whole story. But anyway, Pat kind of, so and I think it was, I think it was Pat said, but he's like, he kind of, you could clearly see that he was trying to almost defend Vince, his reputation, right? Like, because he's got that, he's a dickhead reputation or anything, but he's like, the man has been in this business and has been a mogul for how many years, right? He's been four decades, I guess now, plus whatever you guys know more, but he's like, you cannot be at the top of your game for that long without having so many people hate you for, for what you do and for certain things you've done. And he says like, listen, like you can hate him for certain things, but they both spoke so fondly of him. And Pat just, I mean, he doesn't even really know him that well, but like, the, and you could just tell it was genuine. The way they spoke about Vince, like about how like much like he cares about like in the moment. And I'm not sitting here defending all and oh, he releases people every fucking two weeks. Yeah, we get it. Okay, it's business. But like the way that Pat even talked about him, I was just like, holy shit. Like it's really cool to hear them talk about like guys that are in it with them talk about him because we well, I mean, we've all heard Brett even talk about him and Sean and and all that stuff, right? I mean, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I know you guys would have a take on that too. So, uh, Machine, I'm going to jump in here because I bet you we're going to say the exact same response to that. <laughs> Do you want to know why Pat McAfee and Bill Goldberg and guys like that talk highly of him? Because they played professional sports. They were in a dressing room, a locker room. They've dealt with coaches all their life. They're they're men who are not just, you know, uh, video game players and who have never, uh, you know, they, they don't deal with participation trophies or participation ribbons. They they know what it's like to deal with egomaniacal assholes. But yeah. those egomaniacal assholes get them Super Bowls. Do you think Bill Belichick is a nice guy? Yeah. But his players sure as hell respect them. And they'll play for him because they want to win the Super Bowl. I You know, I, I'm sure the coach of the uh, – I don't know what's the worst team going right now. The Toronto Maple Leafs maybe is a nice guy, <laughs> but uh, but I'm not going to go play for them. I want to go play for the arsehole that's going to get me the Stanley Cup. I'd rather do that, you know. So I I don't know. Maybe Machine I walked over your toes on that one, but I'd say no. you played sports. You know what it's like. You 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 command respect. You know. Yeah. So just on that note, I think you're you're way above and beyond correct that um he, he has done it for that many decades already you know for that long and yeah you don't make 
you don't make a few enemies along the way, obviously. I mean, you do make a few enemies along the way. Um, guys want to play for you. They do. They do want to be in the WWE for sure. And the only thing, if you remember, I, again, I don't quote me because I, I'm, I'm going to have the quote completely wrong. But where I'm going on it is Moneyball. That's the movie. Moneyball yeah. with Brad Pitt. And he says to, um, oh, shoot, what's the other guy who plays in there? Jonah Hill. Uh, Jonah yeah. Hill, yeah. Mm-hmm. The character he plays is like the assistant GM. And Brad Pitt says, okay, practice on me because you're going to have to learn how to fire guys. Right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, Hill says, uh, well, um, hey, we're going to have to. Uh... And then, like, Brad Pitt's character goes into this. Listen, they're professionals. They're going to tell you, I just bought a house. They're going to, I bought a car. I bought a whatever. Yeah. Like you don't build relationships with these guys, right? You go in there because they're pros, and it's just what you just said. Uh, Pat and and Goldberg have been in that dressing room where the, the guy, the GM, comes down and says, "Pack your bags. You're moving to Carolina," mm-hmm. because yeah. it's yeah. just a pro appreciates that, right? The, does a pro appreciate uh, uh, their their belongings in a garbage bag showing up on the front porch, which we know WWE has oh, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but they do appreciate when somebody comes in and doesn't bullshit you and says, listen, we're sending you down or you're moving on. And, yeah. and it's just, it's also motivation too. Like maybe Vince has some motivating tactics. We don't realize back there, just like Patton and Goldberg would know, like when I call, you better be ready. Yeah. Right? Oh, and that was really clear. Like Goldberg was very uh-huh. clear that like he's basically his phone. Like when he gets the call, he needs to go ASAP. Yeah. And he was actually talking about the um, the most time he's had was that last one with Lashley, and it showed. And I think it did. He, he looked phenomenal. He had he had a good stamina and all that stuff because he said that was the longest kind of anticipation he had leading into a match. Because it sounds like he gets him like a call, and he's like, "Hey, in two weeks you're going do this, right?" Um, but anyway, I just, I just thought it was a cool story. I know we were talking about Tony Khan, but I'm like, just people's perception gets so skewed and everybody likes to shit on the WWE and everybody likes to shit on Vince for being this evil person. And, and maybe he is like, I don't know him personally, but that whole garbage bag thing with Mickey, that was horrendous. But you know what people didn't talk about was how quickly they fucking fired the guy who apparently did it after the fact, but nobody would give him credit for that, right? They apparently, they they said they didn't know that that was going on. And then people like, oh, I bet they didn't know it was going on. I bet they did. You're telling me that people don't go rogue in a company sometimes? We, we've all been there and people do stuff on their own all the time. Like, how do we, the, people at the top aren't going to know who's shipping out the fucking belongings of the talent. They're not going to know that stuff. The I know guy, they should. The guy, the guy might have hit on Mickey James and got turned down or something. Exactly. Like that. That's why he did it, right? And yes, they should know everything that's going on on their company. But they're that's 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 an unreal unrealistic thing to think that they're going to know every single thing that happens. And they they let the guy go um, immediately, if I remember. Yeah, you know what's funny? <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell you this story, but it it all depends on the character you are too, right? Uh, so in my you know TV days. And, and shelf life in TV, you're lucky if you get a couple of years, never mind eight, you know, and people who last longer than that, you know, good, good for them. But when we changed over our TV station, there was like, I, I went through three different like changes in the TV industry. And, and I, and, and each time you're sitting there going, whoo, okay, I made it through that one. Right. Because you never know with someone's new idea coming in or, 
or anything like that. It, like, so what they did, this is evil. I won't tell you where the TV station was and, and the company that did it, but they, they separated. So myself on airs, uh, a couple other on airs, and we all went to a hotel and we were in this like boardroom and, uh, and our, the, the GM came in and said, uh, look around the room because just so you know, everybody back at this, cause when you get separated from the station, you think you're fucked, right? So he said, everybody at the station is cleaning out their desks right now. Jesus. Right. And that's how they did it. And then <laughs> when it came down to like, to me getting a hammer, um, I just finished doing like the on-air show we did. And uh, they just, they called us in and said, uh, well, they called me in and a couple other on-airs and said, hey, you know what, uh, we're changing direction. I knew it was happening anyway because, you know, you might not guess this, but I do buck the system on things. <laughs> so long story short, I spent eight years or seven and 7.95 years building my reputation in my city as the good person, the funny guy, the guy who promoted businesses, who wasn't nasty with businesses, and the new ownership came in and wanted me to do a show with somebody, and then after the show, I record and make fun of it. Mm. And I said, why would I do that? I just spent seven and a half years. These people are giving up part of their morning lives to promote, and now you want me to go and make fun of why someone makes cheese, you know, or whatever it is. So I started bucking the system, and I knew it was going to happen eventually, but long story short of it, and this goes back to Mickey James or, or what happened. We don't know her relationship inside the building. Yeah. So when I was let go, most times when you're let go from a company, you're escorted out or you're escorted back in to clean out your desk or whatever you need. And they watch what you're taking because just what you said, people can go rogue. They throw computers, they punch things, they break monitors, they do whatever. Who knows what's going to happen? But on my side of things, they kind of laughed. They came to me and said, you know what, man? Uh, do you want to clean your desk and stuff? And I said, well, aren't you going to escort me out? And they said, you know what? We know you for eight years. Like, we already know what you're not going to do, so take your time. And I, and I spent probably another three hours. I, didn't, I think I took a couple of toys or wrestling characters I had on my desk and, uh, and said goodbye to people and left that way and walked out the back door without an escort. And so it all depends on your character too. So we just don't know how the garbage get bag came about. The problem mm-hmm. is when the fucking snowflakes get a hold of it, that's where it goes berserk in the cancel culture area. But regardless, going back to what uh, what Jay was saying too, that they took they handled it immediately. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you they, can't and, just ignore that. You have to give them at least yeah. acknowledge that. You know what I mean? You can't have it both ways. You can't have your cake and eat it too. If yeah. you're going to rip them for it, fine. But then you have to acknowledge that they immediately addressed it. They, they, I think they even tweeted out Triple H himself or Stephanie did or something that, that it was taken care of. Like, and clearly Mickey's still sour about it and all that stuff because I've heard her talk about it. But like, and so she should. That, that, that it was awful that it happened to her. But anyway, I just. That was the whole thing around like sort of Tony gets this like God complex in the, in the media. And then like Vince has this devil comp, this devil persona, but it's like, I don't, we don't know too. We don't know what the hell Tony does. You know what I mean? And his company either. We're just not hearing it. You know, a, a backstory to, to Vince and people's talking, you know, good about him again. 
every boss is different. We all have different experience. Like you take your, if you're listening to this show, take your, let's say you're angry with WWE. Now take where you work or where you have worked in your past life here. And just think back to a boss that you had, right? If you were let go uh, or he had to let other people go the, within five minutes, he's an asshole no matter what. Yeah. So I think the ex-boyfriend. What about the ex-boyfriend or something like that too, right? Well, that's Jay's department. (laughs) (laughs) Call me the heartbreak kid. Yeah, you know we're ugly guys. Jay would have the experience of of all the breakups, not us. (laughs) I was just gonna say one other thing on on the Vince thing, going back to uh, and let's say Scott Hall. I still remember chatting with Scott, and he was hurt. Uh, and, and he did get hurt, and I can't remember if it was a rumble or where he was going, but he had some. He, he did hurt his ribs, and uh, I still remember talking with uh, with Scott's wife that uh, Vince called just to see how he was, and and uh, does you know does he want to change anything coming up in the matches because he did have hurt ribs, and uh, and Scott I guess you know said no I'll just tape him up and do whatever we got to do, but. Yeah, he did have, uh, and I still remember he had hurt ribs because I'd always call and bug him, <laughs> and and I remember him saying, "Chico, you make me fucking laugh. I'm hanging up." <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I and I think that's a good point. Like, we will never know how no. good a man Vince McMahon is. You know what I mean? We'll never know that, and we'll never know. The thing about being a billionaire is there's a certain way you have to be. I'm assuming I'm not a billionaire, but I'm assuming you have to operate on a certain uh, certain level at all times, right? And that's yeah. probably pretty guarded. <laughs> I, I think. Uh, well, sorry to interrupt, but no, if, no, go ahead. If you know anything about, uh, so when I was with at the uh, World Wrestling Federation building back then in Stamford, and we were getting driven around and blah blah blah. Um, I think Vince is, he's all about respect because he, he did every job. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if you've ever read this or heard this and I'm sure some have, but even Shane McMahon, people say, Oh fuck you. Shane's just a millionaire and blah, blah, blah. And inherited the, no, you don't understand. He was a ref like, for a while, wasn't he? Ref. Fuck man. When, when I, I'm just a Joe Schmo here and Shane was the one bringing us fucking coffee. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he started. They were laughing because Shane would. Shane was the guy who swept the performance center. Then was just their building in the back yeah. garage. But Shane was the guy who put the ring together. Shane was the guy who swept up the building. Shane was the guy who polished the fucking weights in the weight room. Yeah. So Vince, I think, appreciates hard work and people who don't whine about it. That's what I really think, and it's yeah, all about respect. And and Shane. He like I sometimes I watch and I'm like man I still remember like here I am I feel like some old guy on a porch I remember back when he brought me a coffee <laughs> hey that's my gimmick <laughs> <laughs> like he 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 Shane has gone he's done everything so anybody who's ever said oh Shane McMahon has a silver spoon like I argue with them I said no he he may have the silver spoon now but he had to work to yeah. buy the spoon it wasn't given to him yeah. yeah. Well, like, and and I think that 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 whole statement, uh, their machine is is quite evident when you hear of all these stories where Vince, and again, it's hearsay, but I when you're hearing the talent tell you this, it's you believe them, but they're like, Vince will never ask you to do anything he will not do himself, and and yeah. they, I've heard that so many times, including 
Jesus, he had to do that fall, which was not even that big a fall a couple manias ago where uh, Gronk wouldn't fucking climb the thing to just do the trust fall. You know what I mean? Vince, yeah. fucking 60, whatever year old man and to go up there and show Gronk like, hey, no, it's all good. I'll, and I'll do it. And he did it. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's that's why I know, like, to your point, it probably is. It, he, he probably doesn't have any respect for people who won't do what he thinks you should be able to do, you know what I mean? And that, that can be skewed. I get it. But if he's willing to do uh, whatever and you're not, yeah. then he probably loses a lot of respect for you. I, I got a funny feeling that he's not as, uh, I mean, he's very controlling. I think now maybe he's afraid to let go of some of the reins. Yeah. For sure. Because he's, he's up there. I mean, look at John Madden, right? We just unexpectedly gone it, you know, just, and he just had a special on uh, TSN or uh, 360, whatever it was on. And then the, two days later, John Madden is gone, uh, who is relatively healthy from what I understood. And to me, Vince is still pretty healthy as far as I'm – but again, at the age, you just never know, right? Yeah. yeah. So he he's probably just afraid to relinquish a little bit of the reins. But again, to your point, where – He's not afraid to do it, but I think he's also the type of character who, if you're going, hey, Vince, listen, I am deathly afraid of heights. Like, deathly, right? Can we lower it by five feet? I guarantee Vince would be like, okay, let's let's see what that does. Yeah. Or we'll, right? or maybe we go this route or we do something else here. Yeah. yeah he's, Tell he's, me something he's better. Find me better. Find me something better. He's 76 right? years old. And, uh, and just further to your point... Goldberg, the video I the interview I just watched says he still can outwork him in the gym too. So at oh, seventy six, yeah. so yeah. which is further to I, I know um, it comes up a lot, but further to that image thing, and everybody likes to shit on him for he's not a Vince guy, quote unquote, or this he's he doesn't have the body that Vince wants. For, but it's like when a, when when the owner of the company can do it, he probably expects everybody else to do it, right? And I mean, yeah. I think that's that's a fair assessment. Sure. Well, on that note, boys, I think we're going to have to call Vincent to take care of a little matter that we've got going on as well. <laughs> we had our first ever celebrity endorser, uh, Ramblin' Rabbit, came on the show to help us out with a few different things. And I don't feel like this is working out too well. I don't know about you guys, but he's been kind of an asshole. <laughs> Bit of a dick, isn't he? Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, like, Hope we didn't uh, spend all the budget on him. Well, you've certainly complained about it. I know. I I, I kind of heard that. Uh, you know what kills me about it is that whoever's doing your editing should have left that out, but I think they might have missed it. Yeah, they probably but, thought uh, it was funny, but yeah. I yeah. don't know. We may have to future endeavor Ramblin' Rabbit and see if we can get some yeah. other good opportunities yeah. through some uh, some local businesses. I think there's a couple that, that you mentioned you had in mind as well, Machine, so we'll let you work yeah. on that. This is yeah. what you're going to be bringing to the show for us. You've got those connections for the advertisers, you know, Got the connections from the media side, you know, plans for that. So I like to call it uh, the star power. That's yeah. what it's bringing to the show. Yeah. yeah. And we are going If to... I get Kane Hodder, you will. <laughs> oh my God. I will quit. I will quit life. If I, if, if we talk to Kane Hodder, that's it. I'm done. I will get, I, I'm done. done. I'm fucking calling him right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we get Kane Hodder, I, I will get the Zoom picture tattooed on my fucking ass. How about that? I'll get, I'll get all that. I'm going into my contacts as we speak. Why are you punishing our listeners with that image? <laughs> That's fair. I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. Oh, there he is right there. Gain all right. Now you're just rubbing it in. Yeah. 
email. I'll email him and see what happens. I'm kidding. I don't have Kane Hodder. Well, no, I actually might have Kane Hodder's email, actually. I don't have his phone number. But how, you know what? You know I do a lot of the customizing stuff. There you go. Well, his kid, long story short, is a uh, lacrosse uh, goaltender. And uh, Kane Hodder saw some of the customized uh, NHL pieces that I do, the uh, McFarland figures. He actually he contacted me and said, if I can get a couple of photos of my kid to you, can you customize a figure? And and I said, sure. And uh, I don't know where we, we, we crisscrossed and he never ended up sending. I mean, we chatted for a little while, a couple of times. But another super good guy. But if you want a story on uh, on horror guys and celebrities, Kane Hodder is probably – you wouldn't expect Jason to be that nice. <laughs> no, but he, he is. That's he, a little he's teaser, an, he's an, by the way. He's an angel in my head. I'll tell you that right now. He's, he's <laughs> the an dark angel. angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we call a little teaser in this business about maybe future episodes or future projects. All right, guys. We've made a New Year's resolution that we're going to try to keep the show shorter and concise. So I'm going to cut us off here because we got plenty of topics to go on and plenty of episodes to fill. So before uh, we do the big sign-off, you guys get anything else that you want to drop on the audience? No. You're the sign-off guy. Jay? <laughs> Nothing on my end. Okay, well, I appreciate it. Uh, this is our debut episode of the new Triangle of Terror, the Wrestling Machine, the Nightmare cool. Jay Myers, Triangle and uh, of Terror. I like BC it. Hunter. I like it. We're, we're going with as many hashtags as we can possibly get. <laughs> Fill the t-shirts up. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, thanks a lot. And again, we are so excited to have the third man in, the Wrestling Machine. So, Machine, we're glad that you're on board. We're looking forward to some really good episodes coming up and a lot of big things happening in 2022. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, maybe we should throw this out. If there's a topic that someone wants us to chat about, just shoot a DM to the yep. uh, Wrestling with the Truth uh, uh, account, and uh, and we'll get you in there. Or if you need a mention or something like that, we'll be happy to give you a, a, a little show. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, at WWTT Pod for for any uh, DMs. Uh, also, before we go, does this mean so we're the original iteration of NWO? But is the plan to get to the uh, eighteen million? Uh, 35 uh, members at NWO at some point too, or is that, is that, is that the plan? No, I think we'll stick with this. <laughs> Why just one with OG this? black and white. Just one. Oh, you know what? Speaking of NWO, did you see the man from glad come out the other day? Yeah. <laughs> Eric Bishop. <laughs> he went from complete black hair to where now he kind of, he looked like the man from glad I was on the floor laughing. Man. I saw that I, tweet. That was well done. I have not. I show And I show Eric, I got a great Eric Bischoff story. Save it. Save it. Yep. We will save, save it. it. We'll Next save episode, it. all right? Damn you. Damn you. Okay. <laughs> all right. On that note, I'm BC. This has been Jay. This has been The Machine. And we are out of here. <laughs> <laughs> <I popped> <laughs>